Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. We're back on a Monday today. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I'm so excited for the brand new week. Things have been cooling down slightly in Tennessee. Yesterday was, I think, 84 degrees instead of a million, so that's an improvement I'm really happy about. This past week was also incredible for nutrition members. We had five 50-pound milestones this week alone, which is huge. I love celebrating my girls and talking about them and bragging on them because they show up and show out each and every day. And so in today's podcast, I wanted to actually talk about weight loss, fat loss, and you know the whole shebang. I get a lot of, I know we talk about that every single week, but I get a lot of DMs each week and most of them are all questions about how to hit weight loss milestones, right? So um, how do I hit 30 pound weight loss goal, Chantel? How do I hit my 50 pound weight loss goal, Chantel? 20 pounds, 10 pounds, Chantel, tell me exactly what to do. And so I thought, you know, I can do just that. I can get you started and on your way to your first weight loss milestone. So what better way to do that than to share with you what is actually and truly needed for consistent weight loss. I'm uh, years in coaching. I've coached thousands of women to healthy, sustainable weight loss. And this year alone, we've had a few dozen 100-pound milestones that obviously didn't happen this year. Like, they didn't lose 100 pounds in six months. It's You know, it's women who have been in nutrition for a while. Um, but even more, 50-pound milestones, hundreds of 10, 20, 30-pound milestones. But the point here is the number itself isn't the most important piece. It's the piece that grabs your attention the most. It's the piece you see on socials or people share about. But you don't see what's behind the curtain. You see the big event or the milestone, but not the work and the days and the steps it took to get to the milestone. I try my best to talk about, you know, what's needed for weight loss on Instagram, TikTok, when I'm sharing wins, the importance of knowing the story behind the win, the work behind the win. So today I'm sharing the three most important pieces to your weight loss, and yes, I said most, if you not only want to lose weight, but you also want to keep the weight off. We have this saying in nutrition that I wear out <laughs> in, you know, email support messages and the live weekly coaching calls and in the Facebook group, but we say fast results mean jack diddly if you can't keep them. And an affirmation that I love them to kind of chant and say in their moments, especially in their impatient moments when they're rushing their weight loss, when they're rushing their journey, maybe because a big event is coming up or a life milestone is coming up. But I have them say, I am not interested in, nor do I desire to lose weight 
I'll have to lose again. And that helps them kind of snap out of it and get back to their mini milestones each week, which is the focus in weight loss. It truly is about stacking your wins, stacking those one pound milestones, stacking those two pound milestones, because that is how you get to the big goal. So many of us rush our weight loss journey. You know, I see it every single day with women wanting to drop like 30 pounds in a month. And it's like the things you would have to do, (laughs) the misery you would have to endure to do that. It's possible, probably, um, but you are almost 100% likely to gain that weight back. You're going to feel like shit doing it. And it's like, is it worth it? Is it worth putting that stress And, you know, mental and physical stress in your body. No, it's not. (laughs) It's really not. And so today's episode is really about sharing these kind of overlying pictures about the things that you should start focusing on in your weight loss journey, whether you are inside Cheatrition or you're not. Obviously, if you're inside Cheatrition, you are going to get so many more tools and strategies and support to hit your weight loss goals. But I still want to share some really great strategies and again, overarching pictures of things to get you to start thinking about and shifting your focus to as you're on your journey to lose weight. Okay. So let's do it. So the very first thing that is needed for consistent, sustainable, and substantial weight loss, you know, I always say sustainable does not mean slow, okay? We are still hitting those milestones. We are still getting to where we need to do, and it doesn't take us years to do it. Uh, But the goal is for it to feel good. You want to keep doing these habits. But sustainable, it don't mean slow, honey, okay? So again, the first thing that is needed for consistent, sustainable, and substantial weight loss is consistent mindset work. Weight loss is not hard manual labor. I know you've been conditioned to think it is, but it is not. The steps to weight loss are truly, truly simple at their core. The strategies needed for weight loss are things that can be applied with no extra energy But if you tried to lose weight in the past, you know, just like I know, that is actually not that easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. It's not as easy as picking a meal plan and working out. You could find that anywhere on Google and hit your goal with ease in a few months if that's all it took, right? There are plenty of free meal plans out there. There are plenty of, you know, uh, workout videos on YouTube. If that is all it took, everyone with a weight loss goal would hit their goal, right? But there's a reason that that hasn't worked for you in the past, just like it didn't work for me in the past. Where the real heavy lifting comes in is your mindset trying to convince yourself to do things you know you should be doing and physically can do, but you just can't make yourself do any of it, right? It's not hard, manual, grueling labor to go to the kitchen, open the cabinet, pull out a pot or a pan, put it on the stove, chop up some food and make a dinner at home, right? That has a little less fat and sodium and carbs than um, say something that you would pick up at a fast food spot, right? It's that belief that weight loss is even possible for you. Battling the story of not being consistent enough, battling the beliefs about how hard you have to work, tricking yourself into not having time, one I hear all the time. 
And so you procrastinate, you spiral out with food from the guilt or pressure, and eventually it turns into this toxic fuck it mentality that can lead to self-sabotaging and more. In nutrition, we have this thing called your core three. And your core three are essentially the three most important core pieces to your weight loss. They are three phases. There are three phases in the core three. And the first piece is mindset. You know, phase one is a seven day audio series that I take my girls through and it's powerful. I'll be real. It's designed to uncover the origin story to your weight gain, the beliefs around your body and ability to lose weight, the habits that self-sabotage and keep you stuck, the inability to own what you want and own your weight loss goals. And sometimes my girls are like, can I skip this and just go into planning my meals or following a meal plan? And it's like, you could. You really could, (laughs) but why? And so I'm going to give you one of the same talks, you know, I give to them on the weekly coaching calls. If you've been trying to force weight loss for years, months, days, by trying to force the actions to weight loss, so food, prep, workouts, so on and so on, but you're not addressing the mindset, the thoughts, the emotions that fuel those actions, is it really working? I mean, ask yourself right now, is what I'm doing or have been doing, is it really working? Am I having to keep re-losing the same 10 pounds, you know, every few months? Am I having to reset constantly, you know, on my weight loss journey? Is what I'm doing making me feel happy, making me love uh, my food, making me love my life? Probably not if you aren't addressing the mindset, the thoughts, the emotions, again, that fuel the actions around weight loss. And so you really have to begin to ask yourself, what are my beliefs around my body, my ability to lose weight? What's the story I am fighting against each and every day that is actually making my weight loss journey hard? How do I feel about my food? What are the stories I've convinced myself are true? Like, it's hard for me to lose weight. Healthy eating is expensive. I don't have time to do this. I can't, you know, juggle my kids and my husband and my own weight loss goals. Like, fill in the blanks. And then you have to start confronting those beliefs one by one. In phase one, day one, we call this confronting your boogeyman. You know, those hidden beliefs about your body, that shitty self-talk, your actual weight you've been avoiding looking at, those underlying reasons you can't be consistent, but you haven't been brave enough to go into the dark room with the flashlight, lift up the blanket draping over the bed, grab the boogeyman by the foot and drag his ass out and say, oh, wow, you know what? You're actually not even that scary. You look kind of weird, but I can't believe you've been preventing me from being consistent. Yeah, you got to go. Pack your shit. (laughs) You got to get up up out of here, right? And so sometimes we don't think it's that deep. You're like, you know, Chantel, actually, I can't lose weight because I have four kids and one of them is a newborn and I'm breastfeeding and I'm simply just busy as all hell, right? But you will be so surprised what is uncovered when you take time to simply do that introspection and to see 
you know, what thoughts come up, especially negative ones, or the thoughts that even come out when you're about to eat a healthier meal or work out. Watch how you self-sabotage. Get present to those thoughts that start coming out to play in your head. You know, as soon as you're about to cook something or you're about to try a new recipe and, you know, the thought starts coming in, you know you can't eat this and be satisfied. You can't lift weights. Everyone in the gym is going to be staring at you. You don't know what you're doing. You look so stupid. You're going to be like one of those viral videos of someone doing something stupid in the gym. You don't have time to cook. You can't just pick something up. It's easier. Come on. We don't have time for this, right? You would be so surprised what you begin to notice yourself saying to yourself and then the actions and the feelings that follow the self-sabotaging actions, the procrastination habits, all of that stuff. When those feelings, thoughts, beliefs that fuel procrastination, inconsistency, laziness, apathy are confronted, I'm trying to tell you, girl, you would be shocked just right here how weight loss journeys change just like that. So today, I want to challenge you to do a little journaling yourself Journal on what you think your boogeyman is and then confront it. Talk about it. Turn the lights on. Don't run or hide from it anymore. Maybe we should start calling it a boogie woman. (laughs) A boogie woman. Um, But whatever you think your boogie woman is. Okay, so the second thing that is actually needed for consistent weight loss is habit building, healthy habit building at that. We kind of touched on this in the last episode and we talked about addition and not restriction and the healthiest way to let go of bad habits is to add new healthier ones and naturally let those bad habits that don't serve you disappear on their own. They never go away completely, right? We're not perfect human robots that, you know, operate exactly how we want to each day. But when you focus on adding habits into your day that make you feel good physically and mentally, you naturally make less room for the ones that don't. Okay, Chantel, so what's the first step? Thank you for that. (laughs) If you're an OG Chicken Nugget member, you know what I'm about to say. And that's building a morning routine. Listen, I truly, truly believe that how you start your day fuels how you finish your day and everything in between. I think your morning routine kicks off the thoughts that you're going to think about that day, the overwhelm you feel that day, the habits that fuel your day. The habits that you lead with are the ones that carry you through. And so the starting step to creating habits that give you the foundation to adopt healthier strategies around food and movement and mindset begin in the morning. Or if you work nights, they truly begin when your day begins, whether that's at 7 a.m., 4 a.m., or 3 p.m. So creating just a 10-minute routine that you do first before emails, before kids, before husbands and partners, before anything or anyone is so powerful. This could be enjoying coffee on your patio while you journal or listening to a Bible verse for the day. It could be a five-minute walk around your neighborhood while you listen to a snippet of a self-development book. It could be affirmations in the mirror and meditating for three minutes, 10 minutes, two to three things, all to yourself. Now, this is the start So in Nutrition, I help members build a morning routine from start to finish, from what time they'll wake up, 
what's the first thing they do all the way until they close their eyes and go to sleep. So like I mentioned before, your morning routine carries the habits that you do the rest of your day. So it then prepares them to stick to a prep routine and a nighttime routine and a workout routine. But baby steps today, a piece of your morning all to yourself and the very, very first thing, the first part of your morning in just a snippet of time. You know, you don't need to dedicate one hour. That's unrealistic for most women, especially if you have children or husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, hell, even pets sometimes. So start small and build and pivot if you ever have to. But the reason I put an emphasis and have for years on a routine is that you have to, have to, have to, have to have a foundation to support habits. You have to create the time. You have to create the windows to support the habits. If you don't, they simply won't stick long term. Both nutrition habits and mindset habits, there has to be created space for them. Okay. All right. And lastly, the last thing needed for consistent, sustainable, and substantial weight loss is easy nutrition strategies that you can apply to meals even when you can't cook or prep. Sometimes we get hung up in the fact that we didn't make this meal, so we absolutely have no control. This is why one of the biggest struggles so many of my members face before joining Sheetrition was how to navigate real life and weight loss. So eating out, being social, happy hours with the girls, vacations, date nights, parties. You need to learn how to be in control of your food even when you aren't in control of your food. Does that make sense? And by that, I mean when you didn't cook it. I share my eating out meals, my fast food meals, just like I share the healthy home cooked meals on you know, Instagram and TikTok. And it's important, in my opinion, for you guys to see that. Um, I think that's sometimes why I get so frustrated with like health influencers is because you see all the beautiful, pretty, home-cooked meals that they make, but they don't show you what they're ordering when they do go out or when they're at a restaurant or how often they go to restaurants. And so then you think because you eat out or because you have a date night or because you have parties and vacations you're going to that you can't be as consistent or disciplined. I lost almost 20 pounds of quarantine weight last year. I did that over the course of the year. And I did that just by getting back to the basics and being present and intentional with choosing foods in portions that helped my body feel good. I've kept that weight off since then. I've lost a little bit more. And I help my clients keep their weight off once they learn body cue strategies. The most important, hands down, is your hunger and fullness, bar none, okay? Being able to properly identify if you're hungry and when you are full is so important, not just for weight loss, but for healthy weight maintenance. I talk a lot about that on Instagram. So if you want to head there and get some really ama amazing strategies, you can find lots of videos and um, even story highlights on those. But even learning strategies to portion control and water intake and meal timing and eating consistently and how to even come to a decision of if you'll eat 
These are all important pieces to weight loss that, you know, is just not talked about. And they have nothing to do with you cooking or being in control of the ingredients or the amounts, you know, of the food you're being served or whatever is available at that time or at that moment. So I'm just giving you something to think about here. But weight loss isn't just, you know, meal prep containers and gallons of water on your hip, okay? It's mostly learning how to integrate real life habits, boundaries, strategies to all of the food you eat. Because when you do learn this, your weight loss stops becoming this on and off cycle where it's either you're meal prepping, you're working out, you're cooking at home, or it's eating out all the time, not eating portions that you feel good about, you're guilt binging and all that other stuff, right? You learn that both eating out, picking up food, and being at events is something you can control. And meal prepping, cooking at home is also something you can control. So I know I've given you a lot to think about today. I feel like I want to stop here because I could go on for days on this last point specifically for sure. And um, so I want to stop there. I don't want to overwhelm anybody. But just to recap really quickly, the three really to me, in my humble opinion, after coaching thousands of women and helping them lose thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds is focusing on your mindset. So the thoughts that fuel you every day, the things that you think about confronting the beliefs and the habits around your weight loss and your ability to lose weight, it's really, really important. If not the most important piece of all three of these things, you have to be able to go inside of yourself and just get clear on what's happening. You don't have to force yourself to change anything, but self-awareness is the very first step to transforming any part of your life. You cannot change what you are not aware of. So you have to get present to the thoughts you're telling yourself, the um, self-sabotaging habits that happen when specific thoughts pop up, you know, your beliefs around your weight loss and your ability to lose weight. You have to confront and get present to and be aware of all of those things. Two is habit building. You have to create a routine that supports the habits that you're putting into place. And that truly, truly, truly does start in your morning. It starts at the start of your day, the very first piece of your day, what kicks off your day. Two to three things for 10, 15 minutes at the start of your day before you tend to anyone or anything else. And then three is learning nutrition strategies that doesn't just involve meal prep, and what to cook for yourself. You have to start learning how to apply nutrition strategies to food that you don't make yourself. Learning how to integrate real life with your weight loss. How to navigate eating out and going on a vacation and traveling and having a date night and having a girls night and not feeling like you're being bad or you're out of control or you can't control yourself. When you learn that weight loss is not just about what you are cooking at home and it is about the habits that you have with all of the food you eat in conjunction with your routine and your mindset, you will be unstoppable. When you learn that, when you truly have that epiphany like something's got to change, right? And you start there addressing your mindset getting real with your morning routine, right? Creating the space 
to adopt and practice those healthy habits that you're building and then applying nutrition strategies to real life, you will be unstoppable. And if this summer feels like the summer that you want to commit to losing weight, creating healthier habits, learning how to live with food and not be controlled by it anymore, I would absolutely love to have you inside Sheetrician so that I can give you all the tools in the community you need to hit your weight loss goal once and for all. And if you love today's episode, I'd love you forever. If you gave me a quick five-star rating or, you know, whatever star rating you want to give me <laughs> and a review, just take a minute out of your day. I would love if you did that. Um, it would mean the world to me, friend. And until then, I'll see you next week. Babe.